What a week it was for the start of the 2012 Monster Truck season. Columbus, Evansville, Trenton, Stockton, Des Moines, Birmingham, Wolverine, Bigfoot 18, and Stinger, and much more. This is Beyond the Lens. Welcome to the first Beyond the Lens of 2012. We are going to have a great time this year bringing you the latest and greatest. We have a brand new website, first and foremost. Go to allmonster.com, check it out. We were already doing some great things as far as live updates. We had things pouring in on Twitter, Facebook, and the site from five different shows. We will be running down all the latest and greatest from every event that we had a part in. Uh, got a hold of a couple of drivers as well. Be on the lookout for an interview with Bobo Ben Winslow of Iron Outlaw. So. We've got a lot to get to. First up, however, is the Columbus, Ohio Monster Jam. Jeremy Piglissi was there taking photos, tweeting live updates, doing a lot of stuff, and he is going to be first up on the list to tell us what happened there. Three great shows is exactly what the fans of Columbus, Ohio got. All-star lineup. Originally, it was set to be eight trucks, but because of the situation with the Houston Texans being in the wild card situation in the NFL, um, Columbus, as well as a few other cities, got a couple extra trucks. So let's run down the lineup real quick. First, we had Gravedigger celebrating 30 years of being bad to the bone with Carl Van Horn behind the wheel. Teammate to that truck, Tasmanian Devil with a new driver, Taryn Lasky. She's only had the few races under her belt. Also, we had Grinder with Nicole Johnson's filling in for Frank Kremel. Superman with Sean Duhon. Bad Habit from Ohio, driven by Joseph, Vels- Joseph Vester. Samson, kind of the hometown hero here, driven by Dan Patrick. And we also had Monster Mutt, driven by Joe Miller, Batman, Norm Miller, Avenger, who's qualified for the World Finals already, driven by Jim Kohler, and rounding out the people, we had Brutus. Now, the racing was insanely close all weekend long. I mean, you could not ask for better straight-line racing. Your Friday night racing winner was Samson, driven by Dan Patrick. Now, the, th- the thing about Samson here in this, uh, this venue, pulling power wheelies every single time he was on the starting line. He would actually trip the front wheels over the cars only a nose down, and you'll see in the photos that'll be on allmonster.com, he actually almost rolled it over almost every single time he went out to uh, to the starting line. Your freestyle winner for that night was, of course, Gravedigger, driven by Carl Van Horn, although he had some breakage there Friday night. We'll talk about that here in just a second. Moving on to Saturday afternoon, your racing winner was Carl Van Horn with Gravedigger, and he was the only one to double down. He took the freestyle went home Saturday afternoon. Moving on to the final show of the weekend, we have uh, in the racing finals, Superman, driven by Sean Duhon, taking on Gravedigger. Was supposed to be uh, Samson, but he actually had a broken starter, so Sean Duhon came back and was in the finals. Gravedigger taking the win. Your freestyle winner was some of the biggest air I have ever seen in Nationwide Arena was Avenger, driven by Jim Kohler. All right, I mentioned some breakage that we had in the venue, and it seemed like almost everyone had a little gremlin jump up and bite them here or there. First off, I mentioned Gravedigger Friday night during his freestyle session. The truck was pulling to the left just a little bit as he was hitting the, uh, the freestyle launching ramp. Well, it turned out they thought it might be a broken axle. Case in point, it was actually a locker, and they think it's separated because as they were tearing it apart, they were checking for uh, bent axle shafts and all kinds of metal shavings and that kind of stuff. Didn't find anything in the fluid, so they were just assuming that it separated itself. They put all new parts in it, so that 30th anniversary grave digger was ready to rock and roll the rest of the weekend. Your Sunday afternoon breakage situation, of course, was Samson. It was supposed to be in the finals, actually dropped a yoke in the front end, 
so he was not able to continue. That was a pretty easy repair. He was back in time for freestyle. Also, with Sampson, uh, during the Saturday evening show, he dropped a starter. That's why he was not able to be in the finals. Again, pretty easy repair. It only took about you know 25 or 30 minutes to get it fixed. Um, Allison was there helping out Dan and a couple other crew guys, so pretty easy repair. Now, some of the bigger damage, um, which didn't leave anyone out, but still it's a lot to replace, was bad habit with Joe Sylvester. He actually dropped three transmissions over the weekend. So, you know, just swapping them out constantly, it seems like. And when he was running strong, he put on great performances, but uh, he had a lot of gremlins jump up and bite him. Now, there were some rollovers. The fans definitely got their money's worth. In the wheelie competition Saturday afternoon, Gravedigger put the nose in the air and landed hard on the back side of the, of the cars. Um, the rear steer kind of kicked, and he tipped it over, destroying his uh, 30th anniversary body. I'm sure that's just one of many he'll tear up. Also, Saturday afternoon, as uh, Taryn Lasky was finishing up her freestyle, she was returning back to the pits, kind of tipped herself over on the cars, and the momentum just kind of carried her over. Nothing but a broken ear, just cosmetic damage. So, pretty wild show in Columbus. We hope to have him back next year. Of course, remember, anytime we are out shooting shows, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the All Monster. We'll give you live updates. And as I always like to do, I like to thank the guys that helped me out. So, Carl Van Horn and his team and everyone at Thaw Motorsports, thank you for the uh, hospitality. I really do appreciate it. I will see you guys down the road in Charleston, West Virginia on February 4th. All right, Jeremy, thanks for that great recap of uh, Columbus, Ohio. I'm going to go ahead and take you guys into Evansville, Indiana this past weekend uh, for Friday's event, Friday night's event, I should say, just so everyone's clear there. Uh, I just want to touch upon some highlights. Uh, Bobo Ben Winslow, which is Robbie alluded to in the intro, we do have an interview with, and that will be up later this week. Um, He came out in a wheelie contest with a fury, you know, stood that thing up and down. He was first in all the events, actually. And, uh, you know, he came out fast and furious in every single event. It was good to see him, good to catch up, good to see that he's in the Iron Outlaw full time and he'll be able to, uh, you know, bring, uh, give himself an identity with that Iron Outlaw. Uh, High maintenance was there, too, and uh, good to see the parents again and the concussion built truck. Uh, second time seeing the truck with the new chassis, and let me tell you, you can see the confidence she's getting each event with that truck. Uh, wheelie, she came out, did a great sky wheelie, uh, freestyle, she was able to do all of her normal moves, you see, and she also did her reverse wheelie, which was, uh, pretty cool to see. Amzoya Shock Therapy and John Zimmer was there. Uh, interesting to note from him was this wasn't his normal chassis, this was actually Excalibur rebodied. Uh, his chassis was back at the shop getting some motor work done. And uh, I'm pretty pretty interested to see when uh, he gets his chassis back, what's going to happen. He actually broke an inner axle um, in freestyle, uh, but was able to continue. Did some great donuts, uh, three-wheel donuts, as I said, which I actually kind of thought that he broke a rear axle. But it was actually a front axle, and uh, he got that repaired and came out Saturday night. Then we had Stone Crusher, Morgan Kane. First, I want to thank him and his mom for the hospitalities that they gave myself and Josh Rhodes. It was great. Again, thank you guys. Uh, Seeing the new Stone Crusher piece, it's a great piece. Um, I I want to thank him from uh, all of us at All Monster for the placement of the All Monster sticker on the sponsor panel. That's great to see. he performed really well with it. I think myself, I didn't get to talk to him much, but I think he was having some rear steer problems. I know him and Gary Wiggins were in the back uh, fixing the rear steer before the event and looking at that. So I think that that's why I kind of got the conclusion that his rear steer was hurting him in, in um, 
freestyle racing. He took out John Zimmer the first round and, and got taken out himself. But he did, he did a great performance and, uh, you know, look for big things with him. He surprised me a lot. Uh, Scott Buto and the Iron Man machine was there. And the one thing I kind of want to say about him is that, uh, you know, Scott's a great guy and everything. I don't think the Iron Man machine is good for him. I think he needs something uh, a little different. He's going to be a great driver. He needs a little bit more seasoning, and I think this year, maybe doing some of the small arena shows and getting familiar with that is going to help him out a lot. Uh, then we got Bobo Ben Winslow's teammate. We got Darren Migas in the uh, Bounty Hunter machine, and uh, he came out with the CRD Bounty Hunter with uh, some aggressive cut tread tires. Um, and let me tell you, when he first came out for intros, he came out and sky-wheelied the CRD chassis, which surprised myself and Josh uh, a lot. Then in uh, wheelie contest, he did the same thing. In racing, he was uh, he had a, a lot of close moments. Himself and Ben Winslow were in the second uh, semifinals and uh, racing against each other. And let me tell you, it was a photo finish. I actually got a photo of it, which look for allmonster.com. Very soon you'll see that photo of uh, Darren Migas barely inching out and beating Bobo. He then went on to the finals and beat the Rottweiler driven by Charles Benz. I'll get more into him in just a second. Freestyle, Darren threw it down. He ended up winning freestyle. Great performance, had great air, uh, kept the truck to what he wanted to do. And I know after uh, I got to talking with Cameron Migas, and they were actually going to change the back tires because they didn't like how aggressive cut these uh, Goodyears were. And uh, as I kind of kind of jokingly said, I guess it's your uh, Darren's uh, homage or thing to his old team, uh, the Bigfoot Camp, where he ran those pretty much same cut tires. Then the last truck, which was the headliner, they called him, the Rottweiler machine with Charles Benz. First, want to say great guy. Got to talk with him, got to meet with him great guy fans if you haven't met him please go out of your way and do he's a great guy great with the fans and i have nothing but respect for him he impressed me tenfold him being on in new mexico a lot in that coast uh haven't really got to see much of him but he put on great he was great performance in all three events um you know nearly won it in racing uh friday night but I'm looking for big things out of him, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if he drove that truck in the World Finals one day. Excellent, Ed. I'm glad that you and Josh had a good time there in Evansville. A lot of stuff to cover. We still got a lot more to talk about, and the first thing I'm going to be speaking about is the Trenton, New Jersey Monster Jam event. Just a couple of quick news and notes from that. Uh, The thing that stuck out to me reading the recap on this one from the Sun National Bank Center, uh, John Seesock. Wow. Who would have thought going into the event? that a guy is known as a racer, two-time racing world champion at the World Finals, would sweep freestyle on the weekend in a lineup that, uh, you know, it wasn't all lightweights there. There was some tough competition, and uh, wow, John Seesock, four out of the six wins on the weekend. Also, Randy Brown had a little bit of trouble in the Gravedigger. He is going to be back in action next week, and I'm sure a lot better uh, as far as the breakage. He had a tough luck there with, uh, you know, a little bit of engine trouble. But his teammate, Joe Parnell, Dustin has been hyping him up a lot lately. Uh, you know, Joe drove the El Toro Loco truck last year, and uh, you know he's really cut his teeth. You've seen him out at the Money Motorsports Park for Dennis Anderson in his own ride, and uh, you know this guy is no joke. He's a good driver, and he ended up taking a racing victory on Friday as well. So, all in all, a great event there in Trenton, and we move on next to Stockton, California. This was the Monster X Tour, so we're switching gears a little bit here. 
Uh, they've really stepped up their profile a little bit. Danny Torgerson and all the crew there uh, been nothing but good to us here at All Monsters, so we appreciate them hooking up Chris Cleveland for access. Want to make sure we plug Chris's photography. He is going to be on the site with some great shots from Stockton. And uh, if you can also check his photos out, go to cd-imaging.com. That's cd-imaging.com. Chris is a great photographer. We're happy to have him on board. He also gave me a little bit of a recap. I had a little conversation with him about both shows, uh, Friday and Saturday. Of course, the uh, superstar of the show, Bill Payne in the Rockstar. He had 22, count them, 22 rollovers last year. And it was... uh, you know, more of the same a little bit. He got at least one on the weekend. And uh, one of the highlights that I saw, actually a little bit of video, and you can check uh, this specific wheelie out on YouTube under All Monster Videos. We have liked that video. Uh, he had about an 120-degree wheelie. 90 degrees is straight up vertical, up and down. He, he shot that thing about 120 degrees, almost flipped it over backwards, actually was stuck on the cars for a while. Anytime you can do that, you know, he pretty much uh, nailed the wheelie contest win. His teammate now is B.J. Johnson, and uh, if you remember that name, he drove the Captain Insano truck out on the West Coast a little bit. He is in California, kid, and uh, he took a rough, rough rollover, uh, had a flip after breaking a limiting strap during that show. So uh, one of the other highlights that I wanted to mention, uh, Kyle Doyle in the Bigfoot truck did win racing on Saturday, and uh, you can see that the rookie driver there, that's a good moment for him. He's been around the sport for a long time, and... Uh, his mentor, if you will, and the guy that mentors all the young guys at Bigfoot uh, is Jim Kramer. He had a pretty sweet hula dance that uh, Chris shot a sequence of. But uh, in all seriousness, it's good to see Jim Kramer uh, do so much to bring along the young guys in the Bigfoot camp. And that was something that was really interesting to me. Every show that I've been at that's had a younger, less experienced Bigfoot driver than, say, a Dan Runte or a Larry Swim, you've always seen Jim Kramer up in there giving advice to the new guys and you know, if they take a, the advice of a guy like Jim Kramer, the sky's the limit. So congratulations to Kyle Doyle on the racing win on Saturday. Took that win over playing for keeps with Tony Caneo. Also, Ed Miller was in the lineup in El Bandito. Brand new, uh, you know, purchase there. And that will be interesting to see how that one works out. Also wanted to give a shout out to Rod Wood driving the El Perro Loco truck. Every time I see Rod, whether it's in, uh, you know, the McGruff sponsored truck or the new El Perro Loco, he has just been the nicest guy in the world. One of the true good guys of the sport, West Coast dude, and uh, he had another great weekend as usual. His crew is always working hard on that truck, and they make the most out of what they have, so that's great. If you want to check out more information on the Monster X Tour, shows like Stockton, California, it was a sold-out show on Saturday. Be sure to check out more about them at MonsterXTour.com. And we want to thank Danny Torgerson for his access and his hospitality for Chris Cleveland. What do we have next, Dustin? Yeah, this weekend in Des Moines at the uh, Wells Fargo Center, it was a digger-dominated weekend, and uh, it was the team digger drivers of Charlie Pocket and Ryan Anderson absolutely burning it down all weekend long. If you haven't been on YouTube yet to see some of the action that went down there, it was a small arena freestyle clinic coming out of those two. Charlie Pocket, just in typical Charlie Pocket fashion, doing stuff that you don't even think is possible in a small arena. You know, just pulling up slap wheelies like it's nobody's business. Ryan Anderson has just insane skill level for somebody of his driving experience already and just whips that truck around the floor like nobody else out there where most guys will probably only get in x number of hits ryan anderson does like four or five more and just the the amount of momentum that he carries around the floor is just absolutely incredible 
those guys did a phenomenal job this weekend, pretty much taking all of the racing and freestyle wins except for one, which was picked up by Mark McDonald on Sunday. Uh, and then Mark McDonald also, you know, he knows how to throw down in a small arena, and he was doing pretty good there as well. So, yeah, for more on uh, this weekend in Des Moines, you can always go and check out uh, monstergen.com as well as our own charliepawkin.com for more information on Charlie, especially see where he's going this winter. So you'll definitely want to keep track of that. From Des Moines, it's off to Birmingham, Alabama's BGACC Arena. Uh, quite a bit of shuffling going around with the Houston Texans situation occupying the Reliant Stadium this weekend, moving stuff around. We had some new faces being debuted, some new trucks and all that fun stuff. Uh, big story coming in, Dennis Anderson starting off the 30th anniversary digger tour there, sporting new purple grim body. Uh, Neil Elliott's brand new Maximum Destruction seeing its first action. Uh, Cam Queen's uh, Northern Nightmare representing Canada. And, and uh, Damon Bradshaw's Monster Energy. Uh, plenty of highlights to go around from this one. Uh, Neil Elliott already got a great feel for that new truck. Picking up a few racing and wheelie contest wins. Uh, Dennis Anderson just going all out at every one of the freestyles, sweeping freestyle for the weekend. Uh, ripped a rear wheel off during his uh, Saturday afternoon freestyle. Dustin Brown and the gang thrashed to get that thing back together for the Saturday night performance. And that was one of the wildest little freestyles I've ever seen in my life. Uh, somehow that truck held together after taking a pretty wild save to begin with. Normally when you see the way that truck landed on the back end, you usually think you're going to see broken planetary, something locking up in the rear end. Uh, hats off to the crew for keeping that truck in tip top shape throughout that weekend, because it went on to do one of the wildest saves. I think we're going to see or <clears throat> the wildest save we've seen so far this season. Uh, Dennis took a bad bounce off of the back end, up onto the nose, and luckily just got a little bit of a burp of the throttle in before the truck was shut off up on its nose and made a spectacular save. Uh, pretty wild happenings there from the BJCC arena, and uh, look for plenty of photos to come from this site. Uh, some awesome work done by Brian Rogers. Well said, Dustin. We've got a couple more things to recap, and then we're going to close out the show for the first weekend of 2012 in the Monster Truck World. Just a couple of quick-hitting things, and I'm going to get you guys' thoughts on that. Alex Blackwell had a great weekend in Council Bluffs, took three wins on that weekend. Good to see Alex in Wolverine. i got to say I, I miss Captain's Curse, but uh, it was nice to see him start off the season strong. He's always right there. If anybody slips up, then Alex Blackwell is going to take the victory. Yeah, Blackwell is one of those guys that's just, you know, he's regularly very consistent. He's always one of those guys that, you know, you may not always expect to be in the top of the field, but, you know, when things go his way, he takes advantage of it. There's no doubt about that. You know, you look back a few years back at a show you covered in Minneapolis, you know, some guys made a few mistakes here and there, and the next thing you know, Alex Blackwell puts together a stellar freestyle performance and steals the show. I don't think anybody probably would have thought, you know who I'm picking a freestyle? Alex Blackwell. And then he sneaks out of there and just steals a win. You know, he knows how to turn it up a notch, especially given in a role now with a high-profile truck like Wolverine. You know, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see Alex Blackwell take plenty more wins this year. You know, he's got a fine brand-new piece. He's got, you know, the awesome new deal with the Wolverine truck. So, I mean, he's going to run hard. You know, it's expected of him to run hard. And, you know, don't be surprised if this is a trend. I agree with you there, Dustin. Uh, I was actually thinking that same thing and wanted to piggyback off you there. Uh, really, what I the thing that I think of Alex, I think of really consistent. He's always consistent with everything he does. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a good racer. He's a good freestyler. 
He's not always someone you pick. You would think to pick to win it, but when somebody's off their game, Alex is always in there to step it up to get it. And I do think I'm, I'm with uh, Dustin there. I think that Alex is going to have a great year, more wins, and uh, you know who knows? Maybe he wins it at the World Finals this year. Yeah, he's definitely a sleeper pick traditionally. I guess you would say is he's not one of those guys that you sit there and say you know he's not going to grab the headlines coming into a show like. You know, usually, you know, you get, you've got those names when it comes to the big stadiums, you know, your Andersons, your Mens, your Winks, your Bradshaws, et cetera, et cetera. But Blackwell is always there, and he's always there to take advantage of, you know, whenever the cards fall where they may, and it just happens to come up with him, he takes advantage. And, you know, you got to love that about Alex. Definitely a great talent behind the wheel. Speaking of great talents behind the wheel, Daytona, Florida saw a couple of interesting items we wanted to touch on. Of course, it was the debut of Bigfoot 18. Didn't go quite as expected, you could say, because that cool new body already has a couple of dents in it. A little bit of fiberglass work, perhaps, to do for the Bigfoot team this year. Uh, Dan Runte took a rollover, hit sort of a... From what I could see in the video, and you'll see that on All Monster videos on YouTube, uh, it looked like he hit a sticky spot on the floor and rocked up onto two wheels. There was just nothing he could do. The rest of the track, it seemed like the trucks were able to slide around. You know, not as much traction, but uh, Dan Runte looks like he had a bad spot because that's not something he'd normally roll over on. Exactly, and you know, uh, I actually got a text from Dustin uh, telling me about it, and uh, and I, th- you know, I couldn't believe it at first because you you don't really hear Dan rolling over much, and uh, I knew Dan was going to go out hard at this event, and he's going to go out hard every event with this brand new chassis that uh, Concussion built. Uh, you know, when I finally did get to see the video, like Robbie said, it definitely does look like he hit something and it just kind of took the truck over because that's not typical, Dan. And I'm really glad to see that the sway bar um, problems that they had at testing, which was just a heat treatment problem, they had a bad set of them, uh, is away. And that the truck did look phenomenal. He did take a, a freestyle and a racing one there. So he definitely looked very good in it. Excellent. Speaking of freestyle and. Uh... Other wins there in Daytona, Zane Ratu, Ratu's Motorsports. Uh, Got to check their website out, RatuMotorsports.com or StingerMT.com, AllMonster.com client. We appreciate the support. Zane had a fantastic first weekend, also a very expensive first weekend. Involves some repairs to the rear of the truck as well as a little bit of engine trouble. But it was not without some reward. Zane took two wheelie contest wins as well as a freestyle victory in Daytona after making a great save. Yeah, Robbie, you talked about uh, Zane winning uh, freestyle in the two wheelie contest, and I'm really happy to see that. Uh, I actually just saw, we got a little update, that he uh, actually did, he uh, just uh, bent a valve and a rocker arm in the motor. It will be fixed for next weekend in South Haven, Mississippi, which I will be there covering it live for uh, allmonster.com. Um, Bigfoot 18 will be there, so be on the lookout um, definitely next weekend for some live updates, some pictures from there, and uh, it, it should be a great event, and I am really uh, want to congratulate Zane on that freestyle and Willie win with uh, such big competition that he had down there in Daytona Beach. Definitely, the site is already updated. Be sure to check out Andrew Fitzpatrick's pictures on StingerMT.com. Finally, last item of business. You know, the anniversary tours don't stop with the Gravedigger this year. There's somebody else celebrating an anniversary. That someone is Andy Slifko in the Eradicator truck. He is celebrating his 15th year behind the wheel, and I got a little bit of an interesting story about it. He said, I'm coming into first quarter this year, and Robbie, there are no second trucks on this team anymore. What he meant by that, usually the second truck makes the first one, uh, you know, allows the first one to run hard. And the second truck in a two-truck team has to make the money by not breaking and 
frankly, not running as hard. And he said, this year, there is no second truck. And he lived up to that hype. He took a big racing victory in Rochester, New York, over Tom Mintz and Maximum Destruction. So anytime that you can jump higher and land land farther, far, quicker than Tom Mintz, you know, you're doing something pretty good. Andy Slifko took a big racing victory. Head over to Eradicator4x4.com for more on that. He also had a nice new paint job there, spruced it up a little bit. Congratulations to Andy on that victory. Guys, got any thoughts on Andy Slifko? I love the new look. Um, I have been a big fan of some of the more brighter, I guess, outlandish schemes that Andy has run in the past, you know, with the, the white and the bright old yellow, or the uh, the bright green and orange flames that he had on the Durango bodies, or even, you know, the purple and orange look that he had for a little bit. And I absolutely love the new scheme. I love the new look. Uh, it's great to see them, you know, really just the truck looks fantastic right now. Uh, I'm thrilled that they've got a new look for the truck. It really fits Andy pretty well. And uh, I can't wait to see it in person myself. I'm, I'm going to have to go seek them out and go find a show to go see Andy and Jeremy because I love the look of that thing right now. Excellent. We will be seeing a lot more in the second weekend of Monster Trucks, including coverage from Detroit, South Haven, and Atlanta, Georgia. Got a lot of big shows coming up, and we will be with you for the entire 2012 season. Every weekend, be sure to check out allmonster.com. We have been tweeting, we have been Facebooking, we've been YouTubing, and we have a great new website design, as we mentioned earlier. Be sure to check back daily for updates. We are going to be rocking it in 2012. We're looking forward to providing you the best monster truck coverage in the industry. Stay tuned. We thank you for watching allmonster.com, and be sure to check out Beyond the Lens every week for these podcasts. Thanks, guys. We appreciate the support.